y'all, and welcome back to The Rack Podcast. Our last episode featured a true community advocate and current Rack adjunct professor. If you missed it, be sure to check out the interesting story from Bethany Bauer from last time. Today we are speaking to a recent graduate of RAC and current Greater Reading Chamber Alliance membership specialist whose background proves that opportunities are available everywhere. You just have to know where to look. There's a lot to talk about, so let's get started. Please welcome Melissa Hassler. Thanks, Sonia. I appreciate the chance to speak with you today. Absolutely. I'm so glad you could take some time out of your day to be with us. So I want to talk about your current work and also your future plans, but Tell me a little bit about your family and what shaped your journey to education. Well, I was raised in northern Pennsylvania by my mom along with my three siblings. My mom had a rough start in life. She actually had a drug addiction, but she managed to break clean of that and put herself through college while we were little. We were left alone a lot while she attended classes and worked a full-time job, but we just knew she was doing her best. When she graduated, she secured a job as a caseworker for Children and Youth Services here in the city of Reading. My eldest sister was living with her best friend at that point, so me, my mother, and my other two siblings packed up our things and moved here to a town called Hamburg. Unfortunately, my mom's demons did come back to haunt her, and she took her own life in 1997, so myself and my younger two siblings ended up in foster care. Oh, wow. So you really faced some difficulties early on. And, you know, what was that like for you to be involved in the same kinds of situations that your mom was also dealing with when she worked? It was a rough time and I definitely fell into some depression, but I quickly learned to empathize with her decision to take her own life. Life is hard and sometimes it's just hard to keep on fighting. Okay. After that, after you moved to Hamburg, you had to complete school, I'm guessing. Is that correct? Correct. We did get moved around a lot. So at first, I moved back to Scranton, Pennsylvania. That's up near the Poconos. I did rather well at my school considering the circumstances. I managed to be student of the month within my first three months back at that school. Due to some other circumstances, we got moved back to the Berks County area, and I ended up moving to a new school for my senior year. Okay, and so you did really well that senior year, right? I did okay. Okay. (laughs) So what really inspired you to kind of turn things around and do really well that final year? It's going to be sad to say this, but I had no friends. I knew absolutely no one. So I really had nothing else to do but just study all day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it positioned you to do well after high school. So What did you do after high school? After high school, I attended Pace Institute here in the city. Uh, Fun fact, the building where Pace was located is where my current job, the GRCA, is now located. Okay. Um, So I became a legal secretary through one of their programs. Okay, so it kind of came full circle for you. It sure did. (laughs) Okay. Did you work in that field after you graduated with the legal secretary training? Uh, I actually did not. I took a job as a bartender at a local bar so that I could work nights while my son's father took care of him during the day. We had looked into childcare, but the cost of it was just astronomical and we simply could not afford it or could we justify it. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, I understand that that can definitely be a hardship, especially today with the rising prices of everything. It's insane. (laughs) So after that, after your bartending career, what did you do next? I began working as an appointment setter for a construction company, and I quickly realized what I actually was was a glorified telemarketer, and I absolutely hated it. Oh, all right. Well, 
Now, I know that you told me that you wanted to expand your skill set while you were working for the construction company. So tell me about that. What I did was I started looking into returning to school and I figured the best way to do that was to at least give one class a try. So I looked into Rack and you guys had a program set up to study the Excel program for Microsoft. And I just enrolled in one of those classes. It was extremely affordable for me. It was at a good time of the day, so it worked with my schedule and the instructor was just an absolutely amazing person. Would you say that that class was sort of the catalyst that brought you back to wanting to continue your education? Absolutely. It made me realize that I wasn't too old to learn new tricks. So, All right. So I know that you're no longer working with that construction company. So what did you do next after you left there? Uh, once I realized that I was not made to be a telemarketer, I began hunting for a job and I was not having any luck finding a job. So I was becoming very discouraged. Uh, my best friend, also Iraq graduate, she suggested I join her at a Mujer to Mujer event. Um, Mujer to Mujer is the Latina branch of the Women to Women program offered by the GRCA. And while we were there, she introduced me to Karen Marsdale. Karen Marsdale is one of the founding members of the Women to Women program. So her and I hit it off rather well, and Karen reached out to me a few days later, let me know she was creating a position at the Greater Reading Chamber Alliance, and she thought I'd be a great fit. So we hung up the phone, and I basically had a job at that point. Oh, that's awesome. It was incredible. Yeah, so it seems like you were really destined to end up at the GRCA. Tell me about your current role there and how you support the membership. My official title is a membership specialist. My role is to connect our members with the services or opportunities that they are seeking. This could be anything from services that we offer, such as real estate searches, to letting them host events at their site. I place them in contact with the correct member of my team, and I also reach out to members and encourage them to utilize their membership just to be sure they're getting the most of our services. A membership with the GRCA includes sponsorship and marketing opportunities, training programs, growth and development assistance, and we advocate for pro-business policies. I'm also a notary public for the chamber, and I help members who wish to have ribbon cuttings. So you might say I'm the keeper of the scissors. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I'm also a notary, so we have that in common. That's incredible. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I was actually at my job before I started here at RAC, which was a number of years ago now, and my employer encouraged me to do that so that I could help out with the business. And I thought, sure, you know, why not? And if they're still willing to it. pay for it, why not? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Luckily here at RAC, they do continue to help me with my training as long as I offer my services to the college and then, you know, do it on the side too. So that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So tell me what it's like to be an employee for the GRCA. It's incredible there. Our senior staff are supportive and they genuinely care about us. When I decided to further my education, the GRCA worked with me to be sure I was able to attend all the classes that I would need. Uh, it took me four years to graduate, but with the support of my bosses, I was able to do it. That is so cool. So did you always know that you would further your education or was it really the accommodating nature of your employer that pushed you to do that? Actually, my inspiration was my son. I wanted him to see that with God and determination, all things are possible. I needed him to know that it's never too late to follow a dream. And although navigating life can be really hard sometimes, there's always a new dawn tomorrow to look forward to. That is so true, that no matter how far it is into your, into your life, you can always come back to education or anything, really, and finish that goal. That's a beautiful thing about life. Okay, so tell me about your time at RAC, since we're talking about your education. Tell me what your major was and about what your experience was like here. 
I majored in criminal justice and I graduated with a 4.0 and as a member of Phi Theta Kappa, hashtag rack proud, <laughs> my experience here was life changing. I made some great friends, a lot of important connections, and I checked a goal off my bucket list. My original intention was to become an officer and eventually a detective. Unfortunately, during my first year of school, I started having some really weird neurological issues. It started as a slight tremor in my hand, but it since turned into uncontrollable shaking when I find myself in adrenaline-inducing situations. Not a good look for a police officer. So the possibility of becoming an LEO quickly became an impossibility, at least until we determine if medication will be able to help me control it. I got you. Okay, so that's really a compelling turn of events from you know what you were really looking forward to doing. So what are your plans for the future? Right now, I just have to say that I'm not sure. My favorite professor and my advisor here, Dan Miraflor, he thinks I would make a great lawyer. And I actually used to dream of being a lawyer when I was younger, but the cost associated with that type of education just makes my belly do flip-flops. So for now, <laughs> I'm just happy to give it to God and see where he leads me. Sure, yeah, the cost is definitely a huge impact for anyone who's looking to go into college, absolutely. Anyone who cares about their credit score, at least. <laughs> yes, that's so true. So I know that the cost of education can definitely be a barrier to a lot of people, especially in our community. And when you decided to attend RAC, what was your financial aid experience like? You know, were you able to apply for grants and, and what was that like for you? When I first considered coming back to RAC, I was overwhelmed, honestly, with the thought of how much is this going to cost me? But I came into the financial aid department and I spoke to a gentleman, I do believe his name is Ben Rosenberger, about my options here. And he walked me through the best way to take out student loans, the best way to make sure that I wouldn't be overwhelmed in debt when I graduate. And I took his suggestions to heart and I managed to graduate with less than $11,000 in debt. Oh, that is incredible. That's really not as much as definitely some other schools and some other students who attend, you know, and take out tens of thousands of dollars in debt. Absolutely not. And the, the amount of help he was willing to give me was incredible. He was never frustrated with my what I would call silly questions. He took his time to help me walk through everything. He walked me through filling out all my paperwork. Anytime I came in, he was more than happy to sit with me to discuss exactly the cost of what I should be taking out just to make sure I wasn't taking out too much. Sure. And that's such an important point, I think, especially here at RAC, because we participate in so many of the federal and state grant programs and also are always posting tons of scholarship opportunities on our student portal. And you can walk into the financial aid office anytime, speak to any of the advisors, and they will absolutely help you find a scholarship that you would qualify for and then help you apply for that as well, in addition to the regular financial aid. You guys are all good at what you do here. And an additional outlet for scholarship assistance as well is the RAC Foundation. You know, last year we gave out almost a million dollars in scholarships to our students to help them attend the classes. That's an incredible amount of money. Your story that you've been telling us so far really has some twists and turns that really speak to life and its experiences. And I can tell that your opportunity with the GRCA 
just tells us how important it is to really get yourself out there and network with other people. Can you tell our listeners a little bit more about the women to women programming in our community and what might be available for them? Sure. Karen Marsdale, one of the founders of women to women used to say all the time, that's not only what you know, but it's who you know. And I'm learning more and more that that's absolutely true. So Women to Women is one of the GRCA programs that does not require a GRCA membership to participate. We also have De Mujer to Mujer events available to include members of the Latina community who might not speak English as a first language. Both programs offer women the chance to learn techniques for both professional and personal development. The events are safe zones where women can speak their minds free of judgment along with peers and mentors. That is so cool. How often do they have events? Do you, do you know? July is the only month that they don't have events. Okay. Uh, as far as I, I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, women to women meet once a month, as well as the Muhair to Muhair too. Now, there are certain months where they have special events and they might meet twice a month. Those are typically, I think, in June and August, those have two events. Okay, cool. So what advice might you give to someone you know, who is facing challenges in high school and might be indecisive about attending college, maybe in a situation kind of like yours? I would simply tell them that college is not for everyone. Some people might be better at a trade school, and, and that's absolutely okay. But my best piece of advice would be to at least give it a try. Have a class or two at a community college such as Rack, just to see how it feels. Get your toes in there, see if the water feels good to you, and just be sure you have a plan B on the back burner just in case you find yourself absolutely hating the experience. I think that's really good advice, and especially here at Rack, you know, someone can come here and really explore a few different options because of the affordability and the accessibility. If they're not sure really what path they want to go on, they can take a class or two, like you said, and just gain some valuable experience before they make a final decision. And experience is what counts. Absolutely. So that's great advice. Thank you so much for sharing that with me today. In case any of our listeners heard something today that they think could benefit them, can you tell us how someone could get involved with the Greater Reading Chamber Alliance? Um, for any of the employed students, I would recommend checking with your employer to see if they are already a GRCA member. If your employer is a GRCA member, then we consider you a member as well, which would qualify you to attend any event or training that you might find interesting. For all the employers out there who are not yet GRCA members, I would suggest visiting our website at www.greaterreading.org for more information on how to get involved. Okay, great. So I know that we at RAC are members of GRCA and that our marketing department has actually worked directly with you to get some of the things that we need as far as mailing lists and other things that we need for our marketing department. And I know that you've been a really great help to them. So thank you for that. Well, thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. Sure thing. And it seems like you're really thriving at GRCA. You know, everything you say, I can tell that you just light up about your work there. So, and I can tell that you'll continue to do so no matter where you go after that. I appreciate you saying that, and I could say the same for you. You're very good at this. Oh, thank you so much. That's great. I actually didn't know I was good at podcasting. You know, someone said to me, let's do a podcast, and I said, I don't even know what that is. I had never heard one before, and here we are. <laughs> Starting classes at RAC is a great way to earn college credit while exploring career options, as we've discussed today. 
Affordability is key, and RAC can help you with many different funding options. If you're planning for the future, or even just thinking about taking a few classes, speak to our admissions advisors who can help you. The Criminal Justice Associate of Applied Science degree is designed to help students enter into a career after graduation. The program includes a broad general education core and many program-specific classes like criminal law, the American legal system, American government, juvenile and domestic law, and many more. With the projected growth of the industry at 2.3%, this is a field with lots of potential. To get started at RAC today, email admissions at rack.edu or call 610-607-6224. Classes are starting soon and you're never more than a few weeks away from beginning. Check back for new episodes as we share more stories of our successful graduates. I am Sonia Rieger on the Reading Area Community College Podcast, and I can't wait to see you next time. Bye.